Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend with your with my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm of course William Amo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey man, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing all right. And uh, first and form, uh, uh, first and foremost, man, uh, uh, I'd like to I'd like to tell you know tell everybody Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, oops, I mean Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys heard about the Red, the Redskins uh, owner, uh, Dan Snyder, basically <laughs> wished everybody a happy Thanksgiving, uh, you know, on like January 2nd. So. Oh, wow. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big uh, mistake there. Yeah. When he was, um, uh, you know, presenting uh, Ron Rivera as the new head coach, he basically, he, he took off his glasses for dramatic effect and said, folks, I would like to, you know, wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> so yeah, that's not a that's not a good sign, you know. Wow. <laughs> but uh, but uh, all seriousness, um, you know, I want to thank you guys for another year, you know, and um, you know, I want to wish you guys a happy, uh, happy New Year. This guy almost got me saying Thanksgiving for real. <laughs> I almost said <laughs> this time for real. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful and blessed. Uh, you know, happy new year, uh, 2020 future, you know, like we're in the future, man. Who would have thought, you know, in the nineties, you know, once 2000 came around, Y2J, Y2K, I mean, and then, you know, 2020, you know, when you, when you thought of 2020, you, you, you think of like Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs. I mean, yeah. obviously the show's <laughs> still on the air, but you know, back yep. in the days during the TJF days, but yeah, we're here. 2020 is here. So, New decade. So, uh, you know, I'm just blessed to be with you, man, and the fans, you know, to um, usher in this new era. So, you know, on this show, uh, you know, we're going to talk, you know, we're going to do what we always do. Uh, we're going to talk sports, entertainment, everything else. You guys all know the number. Love to hear from you. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about NFL, the NFL wild card week you know um the 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 patriots are playing right now um they're hosting uh the titans um of course um we're going to talk about texans beating the bills and all those other games of course we're going to talk about Dylan Batanzas finally uh you know signing with the Mets and having the press conference and uh you know, as a result of that signing, which team I believe have the best bullpen, you know, in the game right now. Um, we'll also talk about the Knicks, how, how they're doing under Mike Miller. Uh, WWE, you know, um, Bobby Lashley's, Bobby Lashley and Lana's wedding. You know, we'll talk about the controversy surrounding it. And, you know, of course, you know, we'll talk about anything you guys would like to talk about. So, you know, we'd love to hear from you. 
But um, yeah, I guess let's um, guess I'll talk about the Batanzas signing right now, and then we'll we'll dive into the NFL. Um, you know the NFL, you know weekend that we're having right now. Okay. Oh shoot, my thing, my room almost fell. But um, what was I gonna say? Um, right, yes, the uh, the deliberate tender signing went down Thursday afternoon. Um, as you all know, uh, and as of course Macaulay knows, mm-hmm. uh, but Tanzas was you know that great hurling, uh, you know, um, uh, guy out of bullpen. You know, he was primarily a setup man in his career. He he occasionally started. You know, he he was a phenomenal uh, setup guy. Uh, as a closer, he's he's had his ups and downs, of course. Um, a local guy, and um, you know he pitched he pitched one game last year um, in September. You know he missed most of the year because of uh, I think he had an arm injury, and then afterwards, once he struck out the two the only two guys he faced this year, he he did a celebratory leap then land on it. Awkwardly, and I think he injured his um, I think his what was it, his Achilles or his heel or something, you know, some something on his, you know, he he injured his foot, and yeah, the, injuring his foot. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna we're gonna talk about that uh, momentarily with his uh, his new team his uh, new teammate who's trying to make his <laughs> met debut in, a, in the past couple of years. We're gonna get into that as well. Um, but the Kansas man. Um, Unlike Diaz, you know, this guy, you know, he's battle-tested in New York. You know, he's a local guy. Obviously, he spent his entire career with the Yankees. So, we know him pitching in New York isn't going to be a problem. And, you know, with a, with a, you know, with a guy like that, with that potential, um, you know, he could definitely bolster the Mets' uh, uh, bullpen that, you know, coming into last year was supposed to be a strength instead of their Achilles heel, you know. Uh, but for that to happen, we, we, you know, the Mets definitely need a bounce back from Diaz and Familia and then the, the other guys to do what they were doing last year. You know, Brad Brock, you know, pitched the way he did last year. Justin Wilson, um, Gesselman bouncing back as well. Lugo, who was the MVP out of the pen, and um, if they could do that, you know they could be they could be the best team in the in the NL East, you know, um, bullpen wise, and you know, and dare I say even major leagues. But it's all it's all hinging on Diaz and Familiar getting a bounce back, and that's not a guarantee. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And of course, to me, you know. Going to last year, the the best bullpen was was you know the Yankees and the Astros, and of course you know they had they they battled it out as expected. So, you know, basically, basically Mets are gonna need some bounce back years from 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 their bullpen guys and, and help to be a factor because the Mets, you know, they you know you would have thought. Having a a, a a career year out of Alonzo, a rookie no less. You got McNeil who hit who hit 23 home runs out of nowhere. He hit 23 home runs. This guy 
it's supposed to be a punching Judy, um, you know, like a, 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 you know, like a singles type hitter. You know, that's still an old term. You know, this guy, no one was expecting this guy to hit 23 home runs, you know. So, you know, so, you know, if they could get, you know, they and not to mention, um, I'm trying to remember, Rosario, he finally lived up to his, um, his, um, you know, his um, potential, you know. So, you, you know, you got, you got Alonzo, you got... Conforto, who, who who finally finally stayed healthy, hit hit at least thirty home runs for the first time in his career. You know, with, with, with guys like that having career years, you thought the Mets, you know, in addition to the starting rotation staying healthy, you'd have thought that would have that would have automatically got them a postseason berth. But you know, that wasn't the case because um, you know. The bullpen did not didn't hold up, you know what I'm saying. So the Mets are, you know, the, and not to mention they lost Wheeler to the Phillies. So you know, yeah, they did sign Porcello, they did sign Waka, but you know, you're you're expecting bounce backs from those guys too. So there's a lot of what if from this Mets team in order for them to compete. And for me, for them to for them to be complete, they gotta. They should they should um try to sign Daniel Hudson, you know, out of stealing from the Nationals, you know. After the Nationals signed Will Harris, you know, another you know another guy like I would have liked the Mets to sign, you know, to to bolster that bullpen because the less the 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 less um ifs that they have in the rota- in the bullpen, you know, the better that that team's gonna be because on paper they're the fourth best team. You know, as good as the Mets was, they were eighty six win team, but everybody else improved. You know, so to me they gotta make some since they're not gonna they're most likely not gonna make any home run moves, they gotta make some they gotta make some um some minor moves to help them, you know, along the way, you know, at the minimum sign Russell Martin, have his veteran leadership, a guy who's battle testing a postseason, you know, have them come off the bench, you know. You know to um, back up um, Ramos. Um, oh yeah, you know sign Daniel Hudson, or even Alariano, who who is a great starting pitcher with the Twins, but he's he's been in the pen uh, lately. Or even Edwin Jackson, another guy who's a former starter, but you know he's pitched out of pen the past couple of years. They need to make some moves like that, some small moves and. You know, you know, they could if they could somehow by some miracle get a Marte or or uh Mookie Betts without giving up, you know, the core guys the core guys that that ends with O, you know, in their in their last names, you know, the mess will be okay, but you know, you gotta give up something to get something, so they gotta make if they're not gonna make the home run moves, they gotta make the small moves you know. To, to get them to that, to get them in striking dish, distance of the Nationals, Phillies, and Braves, who on paper are still better than them. I wish your thoughts. I thought um, the Mets signing potential was a good move. Um, he adds a hard, I mean, he throws hard. Um, you know, he's one of the best, one healthy, he's one of the best relievers in the game. So I think that was a great addition to their bullpen. 
But as you mentioned, yeah, I mean, they just need to add more depth to that bullpen. And uh, I'd like to see the Mets add, you know, some more utility guys as well to the team. But um, the Batansons uh, signing definitely A+. plus. I'm with you for sure. And, um, and uh, you know, shifting gears, uh, NFL right now, uh, the 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 Patriots um, on the verge um, of losing. Yeah, they're on the verge of losing. Two minute warning. Mm-hmm. And um, the the Titans have the Titans have the ball still. Yeah, now now so, Patriots don't have any more timeouts. Yeah, so now it's now it's really getting dire. You know they they they. Well, actually, they, it, looks, it looks like Patriots are saving their one timeout. Yeah, the the Titans, man, they 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 got to score here. Well, t- score. Titans don't have to score; they can run out the clock. Well, I mean that too. Yeah. Um, Patriots do have one timeout left, so they can use their last timeout, I guess. If this fourth, if the Titans don't fail to get a first down, mm-hmm. but right now the clock is winding down. So yeah, it's one fourteen as we as we're we're calling it right now. It looks yeah. like they're behind. They're slightly behind the line of scrimmage for the third down. They're, they're three and nine. It's really getting okay. dire for. They. Uh, it looks like. It looks like. Uh, Titans called the timeout. Yeah. Was it, it the Titans or was it the? No, Patriots? no. Actually, it's Patriots. Yeah. There's two. The, the Titans have two. Patriots have. Patriots have no timeouts anymore. So that's. That's not a good sign for them. You know, if the Titans get a first down here, game's over. Yeah. This this is this is where they gotta they gotta make the they gotta make the move here right here. Yeah. So the Titans get this, they could just wind on the mm-hmm. clock. All right, let's see. Um, they. Oh man, they ran the ball. Why? They should have just passed it and get it. All... Exactly. But then again, they they, they don't want to risk an interception because they're like. And yeah. Patriots, they're in their territory still, so. They need a better pass than that. They run right into the defense. The only gain, they, had a, they only have a yard, a, 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 you know, they only gained three yards on that play. Wow, so now Brady is only going to have about 25 seconds, I think. Mm. The Patriots only have 25 seconds to play with. So they're going to have to make some deep throws. They gotta make up. They gotta have to make. They gotta make sure they get this kick first. They gotta make, yeah. make sure they get a perfect kick to get kick, kick it out of the way. <laughs> Time you only got one job. Twenty five seconds left. Mhm. And you gotta be careful for a special team to try to, you know, run it, run it, run it. You know, in the end zone, man, because they. The the Patriots man, they, they time is uh, un, unlike you know their past. Unlike from two thousand two thousand and one to now, time is always on their side. Yeah. Right now, it's not. If the Patriots somehow win this game, they might as well. The other teams might as well just fold up shop. Well, I, I like Titans' chances right now. You know, all they yeah, have to I mean, do is just a couple, just yeah, a few got, stops. Wow, right. they stopped it at the one. They stopped it at the one. That was nice. Perfect. 
perfect kick. So Brady only has 15 seconds. Wow. To go to go to to try to to help help this team score or at least get into field goal range for them to get get a kick. But it doesn't look like they well they don't even have time out. So they 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 have to just score here. Man, Ryan Tannehill has played a good game. Tannehill and Derrick Henry, who's rushed for a franchise record, I think over 170 yards. He just ran through the Patriots defense. Mm. Oh man, man, this what a what a Hail Mary cool, cool time to make a hold on. You know he's gonna try to do a hail mary pass right here. Oh, oh, they got the ball and the touchdown. Oh. oh my goodness, that's it's over. It's Whoa. over, folks. The dynasty is over. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. With nine seconds left into the ball game. Wow. The Titans score. The dynasty is over. Oh man, that's it. That's the nail in the coffin. Oh man. They're posing. They're styling profiling. Oh man. Tom Brady is doing a walk we've never seen him do before. He's walking off the field, defeated in the wild card. Oh my goodness! Wow! With the interception, oh my gosh! Wow! And you my know, funny goodness. thing is, the Titans had a chance to intercept a similar play like that earlier in the game, and they failed. But this time, they don't fail. Oh man! So if the if the Patriots lose, does Tom Brady retire? I mean, it might be able to accomplish because this is a back to this is two games in a row that he has back to back pick six, you know interceptions turn to uh, uh, to you know uh, a touchdown. You know he had one against Miami. Yeah, man. Wow, this is man. I don't think he's gonna retire. To be honest with you, I don't think he's gonna want to end on a, a sour taste in his mouth like that. Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna retire like this. I don't even think he's gonna bolt New England. Where is he gonna go? It's not like he's gonna go to the Giants. I don't. I, I just don't see it. I, I don't see him leaving the Patriots. No. For what? The the well, Titans are gonna. Well, then yeah, he's getting to, up there in age, and you know, this year he didn't have a great season. Um, oh yeah. But you know, they still finished with a good record, but. The guy doesn't have anything more to accomplish. I mean, he doesn't. So if he retires, he I mean, he he's always going to retire on top, you know. Yeah. But obviously, this would not be the way he'd want to end it. But um, you know, there's nothing for him to lay his head on. You know, he had a great career. Yeah. Phenomenal career. And they're trying to go for the two point conversion, and uh, nope, it's uh. It was no good. Uh, so the Patriots score, score the, here is crazy. Mm-hmm. They need a long hail mary. Yeah, long hail mary pass for this for, for them to. So Brady's a free agent once the season ends. Unrestricted. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
he's gonna he's gonna be for his he's gonna be forty three in August and um first time in his career he's gonna be a free agent, but I, I just don't see him leaving leaving New England unless if he's retiring. Right. Of course. There's no point there's no, no he's there's not no, he's he's not gonna go to another team. That's not Yeah, there's no point. Oh, oh, they're just trying to keep the ball going. They're 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 trying to keep the ball going. Game over. And That's the it. ball game is over. The wow. the Tennessee Titans advance and stun the NFL world by wow. defeating the Patriots in New England at Gillette Field by the final score of twenty to thirteen. <laughs> who who would have thought crazy. that? that Ryan Tannehill had the game of his life, and wow. the Tennessee Titans win only their second postseason game in the last what, sixteen years. Yeah, and they'll never have a bigger one than that unless if they they uh you know win it all. And this is the first man. This is their first um, postseason loss in New England. Since the uh, the 2012 uh, playoffs. Yep. Mm. Man, so we'll see if Brady comes back next year or not. We shall see. Yep, it's gonna be interesting to see. So, breaking news, folks. Um, the dynasty is over. Tom Brady. You know, he suddenly loses at home. And now his career is um in is uncertain whether he's gonna re- you know, he's gonna return to New England or retire. I, I don't think him leaving I don't think him leaving New England is ever an an option. And uh man. The, the the Titans came came in enemy, enemy territory and uh, got this unlikely victory. That's why you play the games, man. You never know. Yep. Held the Patriots at thirteen points. Shoot. But um, yeah. Congratulations to the Tennessee Titans. Man, this is yeah, the first congrats. time uh, uh, Patriots, you know, played a wild card game in like ten years. Yeah. But uh, next Sunday is going to be Houston versus Kansas City, and then Tennessee versus Baltimore. And uh, Houston, they defeated uh, the Bills uh, earlier today. Uh, you, you you checked it out. What? You checked out the game, the the Bills versus. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah! I was watching it. Yeah, that was a close game in the end. The Bills had that game. Um, I mean, they had it. They had that game won throughout until the fourth quarter when the Texans decided to go on a nineteen nothing run, and then the game went to overtime and the Texans ended up winning that. So now the Texans will face the Chiefs, but I don't think they have any chance against the Chiefs. I think right now. The Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, even though Baltimore has a better record. But I think the Chiefs will go to the Super Bowl like they were supposed to last year. 
And um, yeah, I know our friend Zorin, man. He, he's a huge Bills fan, man. He's not going. He's not. I'm sure he's not happy about this. Um, this loss here. Yeah, but, look, but bad loss, but you know, tight. in postseason, it's it's anything can happen, man. Mm-hmm. We just saw it. Yep, the Patriots right here is is living proof. Yep. Now all the AFC teams are playing golf now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, this 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 has already been an interesting and exciting uh playoffs already. Yeah, that's what that's what people love about the NFL. You know, there's a lot of parody. You know, unlike unlike uh, NBA, where you basically know the the teams that are playing each other, with the, with the exception of the Warriors, who are having a horrible year because of you know, especially because of the the um the Thompson injury and the the Dur- Durant defection. You know, it's basically the same teams over and over again, always battling it out. But in the NFL, you know. You gotta you you gotta um a smart run you know run the organization you know you never know yeah you turn around your your fortunes like that but yeah speaking speaking of those Knicks um the Knicks they've been they've been playing a lot better lately they they had their fortunately they had their three game winning streak snapped I mean. When was the last time we heard we, we talked about the Knicks having a three game winning streak? Probably Obama was still really president. <laughs> Probably that was the last time they had a, a three game winning streak when Obama was still president. And, you know, wait, they lost. Yeah, they lost yesterday to the Suns. Oh, I didn't see that game. I missed that. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to remember what happened. Um, I think Morris, you know, he had I think 25 points. Um, but you know, it was to no avail. They, the I think the um, Sunday most of the game, um, Knicks led I think at some point, but then you know the the Suns, you know they they uh, when they once they took the lead, you know that was that was basically it, you know. So yeah, basically the Knicks they've been playing a lot better under um, under Mike Miller. Um, Mike Miller. You know, he's been, you know, he's 6-6 six and six with the Knicks, man. I mean, the the Knicks, man, you know, they, they're they not that far away from the, the um, from the eighth seed. That's how horrible the, that's how horrible the, 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 the league is, man, you know. You know, the, the Knicks are like, I think last time I checked, they were like five games out from the, from the, from the, from the um, eighth spot. But, yeah, um. Well, I mean, they still their record still isn't that good to begin with, but horrible. They could, um, yeah. I mean, they could still possibility, you know, for a lot of games to go that could they could at least get the eighth seed. So yeah, but, but the problem is, problem is, Knicks don't need to win the eighth seed because they're not, if they're not if they're not if they're not going to challenge anybody. The point of them getting the eighth seed is just a hollow victory. The the only the worst thing that's gonna happen to them is they're gonna be out of the lottery, you know. Yeah, well, you want to be in the lottery every year. I mean, no, I don't want to be in the lottery every year, but it's best to be in the lottery every year until you you build up a team that once you get out of it, you you could, you know, make some noise in the playoffs. 
True. They're not ready. They're not ready to go to the playoffs. They're not ready to go to the playoffs. You know, do 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 we want them to 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 keep getting swept or win at a miracle win a game in the in the for in the first round and then get knocked out? They need to they need to trust the process and and um and um you know build a team with some young hungry you're hungry hung hungry guys and some veterans man. And you know a guy who who should be part of this this rebuilding slash retooling you know in a few years it should be Mark um, Marcus Morris because you know he openly said that he wants to be part of the the solution he wants to turn it around he wants he prefers to stay unlike you know uh, some of these players on the team allegedly Dennis Smith Jr is one of the players who wants to be who wants to you know leave. You know, they're tired of the losing situation. They want to leave. They they feel they could get better playing time. You know, so hey, they want to go. They can go. So, on my list of people who can stay, you know, you gotta keep the young guys. You you gotta keep um, Mitchell Robinson, who scored like twenty two points. You know, not too long ago. You know, he that guy, that guy's the future, man. He's just scratching the surface of. His talent, you know, that big. That's a, that's that's the big that the Knicks, you know, they that they they need, man. That's the guy who they thought they were getting when they when they they got uh, Eddie Curry a decade ago. You know, this is the guy that they they need to hold on to, and and they definitely need to hold on to Kevin Knox. You know, that's a that's a a young talented dude. Um, of course, R.J. Barrett. That goes without question. You know, hold on to Marquise Morris, who's having a great year right now. Oh yeah, averaging like eighteen points. Rand, you said and, Randall, right? And, and yeah, I was just about to say, and Randall. You know, Randall, he's, you know, he he's 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 arguably the best player of the the team. You know, so unless if you're bowled over for Randall, because Randall's making I think three years sixty six million. You know. You know, unless if you're getting something a, a good talent, you know you you should hold on to Randall and not make a horrible trade just the sake of dumping salary or anything like that. But we'll see what happens with, with this team because right now they gotta be careful, man. They they need they need to, they need to um they need to build upon the success, but. If they're trying to make the playoffs, man, they gotta make the right moves for them to to elevate them. Because if they if they're just an eight seed and they're not they're, they're pretenders, they're not you know anything. They're not they're not gonna amount to anything. Then it's gonna it's gonna ruin the process because they need they need as many um, lottery like top lottery picks to change their franchise around because there's no there's no uh, superstar players that's gonna save them. You know what I'm saying? They gotta they gotta keep their head down and just get get to work and get themselves out of this situation. Yeah, but, you know, I think I, I, they're playing real well now with what they have. I mean, I don't think they should tank, just tank the season. No, 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 I'm not saying the tank. I'm not saying the tank. No, I'm not saying the tank. No, no. Yeah, if, if, if they if they win enough games to make the playoffs, I mean, that's a... Of that's course. A, that's a good thing, you know? Well, yeah. They they haven't been in the playoffs since what twenty thirteen. I'm not saying yeah. the tank. I would never. Even even if they get swept, I mean it's still, 
an improvement from nah. the last several years. No, I'm sorry. Getting swept, getting swept is is not an improvement. Getting swept in the playoffs is not an improvement. Well, That's just making it to the playoffs is an improvement for the Knicks. Theoretically know? speaking, yes. Theoretically speaking, going to make it into the playoffs after they haven't made it in the playoffs for like six years. Yes, that is that yeah. is an accomplishment. So, but so if just you get, making it in the playoffs, I mean, it, even if you get swept, it, you made it to the playoffs at least. Nah, and then you can I'm build sorry. on that. But you don't want to like keep. You don't want to keep losing games every year and then tr- trying to rely on dra- on the drafts and free agents to improve your team. Because that hasn't worked for the Knicks the last um, decade, you know? I But, so, I, but I, I, I'm i with you, but I slightly disagree with you that they got – they they have they, – you know what I'm saying? Like, they have to um, – if, they, if they're not going to – if they're going to make the playoffs, they have to at least win one game. I mean, one game is not hard to ask. I'm not asking them to win a series. Win a game. Just win one game. Don't uh, try try not to embarrass us and, and and not let us get swept. Just one game. That's how that's how much the the bar has been set low, you know, for this franchise. Back in the days, actually, in the 90s, if they if they go to the playoffs and don't win any games, that's still a major improvement for the Knicks. Okay, the Knicks, the Knicks aren't supposed to win. I mean, Knicks, it, yeah, if they go to the yeah. playoffs and 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 get swept, I mean, what do you call that? Do you call that a failed season? You can't call it a failed season because they weren't expected to make it to the playoffs to begin with, right? I say it's a failed performance. I wouldn't say it's a failed season because, like, you what do you call the season? What happened? What do you call the season if they make the playoffs and get a swept? Generally, season. Generally speaking, I'd say that's a disappointment, but. In this case, since they haven't made the playoffs in like Lord knows how long, I mean it's a it's a stepping stone. It depends. It depends on who they're facing. If they're getting knocked out by by like a like a a dominant team, you know, like the Seventy Sixers or the Celtics, and they get knocked out the first round, but they competed, you know, that's that's one thing. But if they're they're playing against a a, a team, you know, that you know. Isn't all you know? What I mean, that isn't all that great, and they had a and they're just getting blown out. Then that's another story. And and you're saying they need to win one game. I mean, one game that's as good as getting swept. Also, I mean, one game is not even that big of a difference, to be honest. Yeah, but at least you have you, know? you went, you showed up. You actually showed up for a game. You know, nah, being nah. a butt kick. But you might as well just get swept in that case if you just well, you, you one game. Get your lottery pick. <laughs> Get a lottery pick and, yeah. and make make sure you get a good lottery pick. Nah, That's I don't go that far. If you don't make, if you if you if you're not gonna if you're not gonna win, if you're not gonna win a game in the in the playoffs, then what, what's the point of being there? Nah, I, I disagree. For what? I, I strongly disagree with that notion. You know, because it's it, this this team is not expected to make the playoffs. If they at least making the playoffs, that's an accomplishment. What they do afterwards, I mean. That you shouldn't hold that against them until they get better, you know. This this team this team hasn't expected to do anything since Van Gundy just up and left us in in what was it two thousand and two. So obviously anything is an improvement, but they need. Come on, we we need we need to we need to build the system the right way. We need to, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying tank. I'm I'm never I'm never in favor of tanking. I don't like I don't like losing. You know what I'm saying? I was, I I've been a Knicks fan since the '90s, man. Try to tell them, try to tell them the Knicks team of the '90s to tank. 
They don't even if, if you told them the tank, they're just gonna they're just gonna pull out a, a, a you know like a, a army tank and, and just blow through the competition. They don't they don't know about laying down or giving up. And you you don't you just remind me of another argument. Carmelo Anthony was saying that um that his number you know should be up there. You know he loves to see look up there and see his number up there. Do you think Carmelo Anthony should should have his number retired? Hell no. Okay, I, I'm well, I'm I with mean, you. They, I mean, he was here for how many years was he here for? I, was, I think it was but, seven. I think he was there for like six or seven years or so. But he's never. I mean, yeah. I mean, we went to a, a few playoffs with him, but mm-hmm. we never really did anything. You know, exactly. the championship. So. And I don't see him like as a Nick legend. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. a Nick, but he's not a Nick legend for me to retire his number. Sorry. Exactly. And not to mention, you know, um, Bernard King. I'm trying to remember um, who else. Um, Starks, Oakley. You know, those guys. Their number. Sprewell, Houston. Yeah. Those numbers aren't retired. True. Those guys need to be retired before you even talk about Melo. And if Melo gets retired, then you might as well you might as well retire Stoudemire's number two. Yeah. If that's the case. Well, Melo did more than Stoudemire. I'll say that. But Melo at least Stoudemire I, had that great first year. But Melo yeah. was longer and was much more of a score than Stoudemire. Yeah, of sense. course. And 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 Melo is a you know bona fide Hall of Famer. I mean, Melo did have his clutch moments here and there. You know. Eight regular season yeah. games, but the problem yeah. is, is that. Most of the the few times they went into the postseason, they got swept, you know, with the exception of that Jason Kidd year in like twenty what twenty thirteen, yeah. And then that they they didn't do anything. Yeah, he scored a lot of points for the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? I like Melo, but th- th- these guys from the '90s gotta have their numbers retired before before anybody in this era gets their number retired. Oh yeah, of course. So, at Oakley, Oakley needs Oakley and Starks need to get their number retired before before we even talk about Melo. Because if they if they retire Melo if they retire Melo's number, you know this is just a this is just a, a, like a, a attention stunt to try. I, I can't even call it a publicity stunt. Like this is just a thing to try to attract people to to, to the seats because. There are people who are more deserving, as a right, you know, from their Nick tenure that deserve their numbers to be hanged up in the rafters before Melo. Would I be angry if he get his number retired? Of course not. I like Melo, you know, but you know, it's kind of like the WWE Hall of Fame. You know, how's X Pac going to be a two-time Hall of Famer when The Rock hasn't even made it to the Hall of Fame yet? I mean, yes, it's The Rock's fault because you know he don't, he doesn't, he he didn't he didn't want to retire. As of right now, he want you know he he always was teasing up coming back for a match or so. But come on, X Rock is a two time Hall of Famer, man. I don't have a problem with Ric Flair being a two time Hall of Famer or um, Booker T. But you know X Rock is a two two time is going to be a two time Hall of Famer. I mean, should he be a Hall of Famer? I mean, you know he had a good career, you know. But you know, it is what it is. 
But now I'm opening up another controversy now. What what's your thoughts? Um, well, you know, it's yeah, I mean I agree with you. You know, I like I said, I don't agree Melo should have his number retired. Um but uh, the W as far as the WWE, I mean, yeah, Rock should be in the Hall of Fame already. Um but I mean he's gonna go in the Hall of Fame eventually. Yeah. As long as he don't have beef with Vince. Well, you know, it's something that we just have to wait and see, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think X Rock should be a two time Hall of Famer or a Hall of Famer? No. Of course not. Do you think he should be a Hall of Famer? I mean he already went in as DX and he's gonna enter as uh, NWO uh, later this year. Uh, yeah, that, that's weird. I think I, I don't think Xbox should be in the Hall of Fame at all, to be honest. Yeah, I mean he had a good career. Don't get me wrong. I like. I mean he, you know he was, you know he had a good career. You know, one two three kid X Pac. But I don't see him as a Hall of Famer. I mean I knew he was gonna go in eventually. You know, because he was you know, you know he's cool with DX. I mean he had a good career. I'm not gonna lie and say his. His career it wasn't good. I mean, he was a you know he was always he was a star in the Attitude Era for both organizations. Right. But I think one time was enough. To be honest with you, I, don't, I you know what I mean? Like him going in in DX, that's I mean that's fine. You know what I'm saying? And even I think even he said that he doesn't see he doesn't he he doesn't see himself as going in as a you know like as a person that's worthy as going in as a singles wrestler. Yeah, but this dude is a two-time Hall of Famer now. He's uh, he's going in as DX NWO. What he he's gonna go in with the click too? Like what, what, and probably what, has one, two, three kids. Probably <laughs> no, nah, but I don't. I don't think he 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 sees himself. I, I don't even think he would even accept the the um a really? singles one. I think he said. I think he said that. If my if my me right. Uh, that's what he, he said got, now. But yeah, I mean him. To me, to be honest with you. The NWO, it should have been the, the original three, and maybe Eric Bischoff. Those are the only people that should have that should have went in as, as NWO, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Xbox, Xbox was part of the NWO also. But when I think of Xbox, I think of the, the DX. You know what I'm saying? So that's just yeah. me. Uh, I don't know. They, sh- they, should, they should use... They should have just... Put um, what's his name? What was I gonna say? They should just put Bischoff in with them, or or mm-hmm. Bischoff as a single, you know, as a, you know, just a executive or something. The NWO should have just been Hogan, Nash, and Hall. That's it. And Hall, yeah. Those are the founding members. That's it. Mhm. DX, I mean, yeah, but DX, you should have oh, just put the founding members as well, just Michaels and Triple H. You know, all the other guys were just like factions of that of that DX group. You know? Yeah, they weren't really part of the original group, which was just Michaels. Actually, it was Michaels, Triple H, and China. Yeah, and, and uh, Rick Rude, if you want to put him in, into the mix too. Right. You know, he was there for like what a cup of coffee or so. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I mean, and New Age Outlaws. I mean, they. They, they didn't start off, but they, you know, when did they join? Like, 98? So, yeah, they made a, a huge impact. I don't have a problem with them. And even X-Pac, even go, go, going in. Yeah. Like, because, you know, 
they they put China in there post uh, humorously, so I didn't have a problem with them putting all of those members in there. But him being an NWO X Fox man, I, is Big Show in it too? I assume not. That would be. I mean, I, that's. I don't think so. Because yeah, that'd be that'd be too extreme too. Because Big Show should just go in as a singles guy. But um, yeah, that's it. Wait, really? But yeah, um, yeah, going to um, lastly WWE, WWE, um, they had um on Monday Night Raw. You know, they had uh, the wedding of Bobby Lashley. You know, um, trying to marry uh, Lana until it was, you know, interrupted by the shocking return of Liv Morgan. And, you know, for months they were teasing that Liv Morgan was going to pop up on SmackDown as Bray Wyatt's um, new member of his Firefly Funhouse. Oh, man, my throat was killing me. But um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, but instead of her appearing on SmackDown, she appeared on Raw. And once they showed the promo that, you know, that she's on Raw, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. She's supposed to be on, uh, you know, SmackDown, you know, with Bray Wyatt. Once they said that, I was like, okay, so I, I'm curious to see what they were doing. And then, sure enough, you know, she she pops up, you know, to crash um, uh, Lana and Bobby Lashley's wedding. And, of course, WWE tried to swerve the fans, thinking that she was um, saying that Lashley was her, um, you know, was her, was her, her um, you know, her lover. And, but then the the twist was it wasn't Lashley she she was talking about she was talking about Lana, and that um you know that shocked you know the WWE universe, and then uh you know that led to a brawl between her and um Lana, and then of course Rusev popped out of the the, the cake and um, attacked Bobby Lashley. So, uh, you know, what was your thoughts on the whole thing? And do you think this will be the end of the Rusev-Lashley feud? Uh, I don't think it'll be the end of it, uh, but it was comical to watch it. Um, Liv Morgan coming out. Um, In every sense of the word? It was was hilarious, you know? But I I think this this, um, Lashley and Lana thing will continue um, up until... The Royal Rumble, maybe even up till WrestleMania. Who knows? Maybe you could have a tag team. You'll have a tag team, uh, Liv and Rusev versus Lana and Lashley. Yeah, that's true. I think at the Rumble probably. So, I think it'll continue for a while. Yeah, I have a point there. I think that I think you're right. I think that would be the payoff. Royal Rumble, they'll 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 tag team. I didn't even think of that scenario. Yeah. Because me, per, per, personally, I, I was hoping, you know, once Brock Lesnar comes out to, um, you know, to um, make his presence known that he's still the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley would just would snap out of this, this storyline and challenge him and have that dream matchup. But, yeah, you're probably right. 
they probably need to tap this loose end and have this match at uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know, between the four of them. So you make a good point. And yeah, Bobby Lashley did an interview recently. He thinks this is the year that him and Lashley will, him and Lesnar will finally battle it out because, you know, um, ever since Lesnar left the WWE after WrestleMania 20 uh, in 2004, shortly after that, maybe like a year later, Bobby Lashley joined the WWE. So then the comparisons between Lesnar and and Bobby Lashley, you know, was very apparent. And then not to mention... You know, when Lashley left WWE, you know, um, he they, they both were in MMA, but they were in different companies. If my memory is correct. I think uh, Lesnar was in UFC, and Lesnar, I mean, Lashley was probably in Bellator, probably. And uh, so their paths never crossed until, you know, well, actually, to this day, they still haven't crossed. But since last year... Uh, you know they, you know they, they were both finally in the company together. So you thought surely they would have uh, finally had their paths crossed and finally have this dream matchup, but it hasn't happened. But Quentin Lashley, he thinks it's finally going to happen this year. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, if well, it doesn't happen think... this year, it definitely ain't going to happen, man. Because WWE has missed, missed so many opportunities with great wrestlers who never fought each other, like. Sting versus Undertaker, uh, Rock versus um, Shawn Michaels, Brock Lesnar versus um, Stone Cold, Stone Cold versus Goldberg, Stone Cold versus Hogan in a one-on-one matchup. Like, you know, there's so many, so many missed opportunities that went down the drain, whether it's because of backstage politics or that booking with these guys in WWE, having people, you know, having rematches over and over and over again, and they're just limiting, they're, they're preventing opportunities of people battling each other for the first time ever. Yeah, Lashley could think all you want, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. That's what happened with Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle. They were hyping up that these two guys will fight face each other. This last year was the was the time that it finally was going to happen. Should have happened, and it even happened. So, till it happens, it ain't gonna happen. That's just the way it is. Back in the days, back in the Attitude Era, they they used to say um, anything is possible in the WWE. But nowadays, it's just the same. 50-50 booking with the same people battling each other over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, I'm trying to think what else happened on uh, WWE that I could think of. Well, um, you know, Bray Wyatt's going to be battling um, Daniel Bryan. He attacked Daniel Bryan again yesterday. Um, trying to think. John Morrison. John Morrison returned, right? John Morrison returned. The Usos returned. Yeah, so looks like uh, Miz and Morrison is gonna be back. Yeah. Because Morrison, Morrison was coming out of uh, the Miz's locker room, and looks like Miz is heel again. 
I think they I think they rushed Miz's heel turn again. Because I think they should have they should have um, teased teased them more Miz and and Daniel Bryan as a tag team. You know, a tag team. You know, competitors, and then have them turn. Send him Miz, just turning on. Miz was on a tweener anyway. You know, he was never right? really a good a face. I mean, he's still kind of a heel. He's been a tweener, you know, for months now. Yeah, but I, I think these past recently, these past couple of weeks with with Dan, with the with the um, Bray Wyatt attacking his family, he turned he turned full baby face. But then this this raw this SmackDown, he he you know him slapping the um the food, uh, the pancakes from uh, Kofi. That showed that showed that he had like tweener tendencies, maybe a heel turn. But yeah, he's 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 full blown heel now, like he usually is. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens with WWE next week. Uh, anything you'd like to say? Uh, well, uh, check out my uh, podcast. Uh, well, like I said on my uh, show on uh, iMac, I'll be soon joining uh, Podbean, and my show will be migrating over there. So I hope to hear you guys or see you guys transition over there in a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, just come back and check out Sports of Legend next Saturday on Box Talk Radio at 11. And uh, you heard the guy, you know, check out uh, iMac. It's on a new uh, platform. So, you know, give my boy Maca support there. And, of course, uh, come back next week. Check out Sports Urban Legend uh, every Saturday at 11. And, of course, the YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. Uh, you know, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Memo. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. And happy holidays. Oh, well, happy New Year's again. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.